0: So welcome, budget-savvy adventurers and soon-to-be retirees to the Adventure Freaks podcast. So we're about to spill the beans on the best-kept secret of European living, and guess what? It won't break the bank. Picture this. Cobblestone streets, whispering tales of history. Cafes bubbling with rich aroma of coffee. In a nightlife that's more vibrant than a disco ball on steroids. Where is this magical place, you ask? Belgrade, the hidden gem of affordability in the heart of Serbia. And my guest, Piali Das, is an expat living in in Belgrade. She's going to share all the details on the cost of living and how spectacular this city truly is. Piali Das, thank you for being a part of the podcast. Welcome.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: How are you today?
1: Oh, I'm fine.
0: All right. Well, in Serbian,
1: for... we say it uvek odlično.
0: <laughs> and what does that mean?
1: Always excellent.
0: Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. Well, Piali, tell us, let's start off by just telling us a little bit of your backstory, where you're from. You're an expat living in Belgrade, this beautiful city in, in Europe. And um, how did you find how did you land in Belgrade? Tell us where you're from and how, did, how you landed there.
1: So I'm a software engineer. Uh, I work in the telecom sector. And I, I'm from uh, India, Kolkata. And one uh, evening, my manager calls and says, you know, there's a project that needs you. It's in Belgrade. Will you go? I said, yes. Do you know where it is? No. But where I was okay to go there. So I arrived in uh, Belgrade and I was jet lagged. Uh, I woke up at 3 a.m., it was dark, and I was waiting for the sun to come out so that I can just go out and see. Uh, so as soon as the sun came out, I went out and I looked at the city. It was still half asleep. It's just, it was uh, in February, it was still cold. There was a mist surrounding everything, and it was so magical. I fell in love. It was love at first sight. Oh, love at first sunlight.
0: <laughs> that's awesome Well, that's great <laughs> and
1: i was like i want to move here so eventually i found a project after project i kept coming and then i got absorbed into the serbian unit of my company
0: so you're so you're working there currently yes and
1: currently i have i started my own company i'm a freelancer now
0: okay and what type of work do you do what's your background
1: uh, I'm a software developer and a solution architect I work with telecom uh, companies uh, I uh, design of like uh, solutions using Java
0: okay wow very impressive look at you okay so first you had to get a visa you had to so so what kind of visa did you obtain and how difficult is it to 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 obtain it
1: uh because i was going there for business purpose i had to get uh, uh the visa that is called visa d which is a long stay multiple entry uh, visa its uh validity is for 6 months and i could stay uh, 6 months maximum there is uh initially i had a visa c which is a 6 months validity but 3 months stay visa these are these are the visas which are for work so uh company which is in Serbia has to sponsor this visa, has to request for these visas. Mm-hmm. And if uh, I'm planning to move to Serbia, then I first have to obtain visa D and then I can move here and apply for a residency. Initial okay. uh, residency is a temporary residency. Usually it, it used to be one year, now they started issuing even three year temporary residencies. And if I complete the three-year tenure, because I did year, 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 that was the rule till this year. So after completing three years of temporary residency, I become eligible for permanent residency if I fulfill uh, the number of days that I have to live in the country. And then once I have the permanent residency, I have the option of applying for Serbian citizenship.
0: I see. Okay. Great. So was there a minimum income requirement that you needed to show that you made per month?
1: No. no. There wasn't? No. Initially, because uh, my income was not happening in Serbia, it was like I was visiting, uh, I was being invited by my company for consultation. My salary was in India. I wasn't earning. So I did not have to show anything. But my company had to vouch for me that my company is providing my me, okay. my accommodation and my medical
0: insurance. For di- do you know anything about like what what the, the income requirement is for like retirees or digital nomads? Because I know that's a thing now.
1: Yeah, minimum income that you have to show is the minimum income, uh, which is the like there is a minimum income, uh, which is expected, so that is 300 uh, euros, which is roughly 300 dollars uh, per, per month. Per,
0: per month. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll look, we'll look into that. Okay, great. So, so you got your visa, you're working on moving towards residency, you had to find a flat. So anybody that's thinking about moving to Belgrade, they're looking to find a flat, there's obviously some great places to stay in the city center, but it's always a little bit more expensive. So let's break down the idea low end, what can you find a flat for in belgrade and then if you have to go a little bit further out to save some pennies what can you find something for
1: if uh you are really a party goer like you have you can't work from your home you have to sit in a cafe to work you have to feel the hustle bustle around you you want to go out every night and return home drunk in that case you will have to go to the city center (laughs) Uh, and i would say the uh, minimum rent for a decent apartment in center is around uh, uh, at least 500 dollars
0: okay is that a one bedroom studio
1: one bedroom or studio like sometimes they take a big studio apartment put a screen and make it one bedroom
0: okay so so you can in in okay. So in the city center, you could find you're starting at 500. So if you go outside, a lot of people, obviously they'll 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 take some the transportation into the city to commute. Um, what are we looking at outside of the the city outside oh, of the city little, center?
1: A little bit outside the city center, like if you just go a little bit outside, like say 30 minutes by bus, it, it, there are amazing prices. The prices just drop. And uh, you can get, a, I know one thing, I have a friend who rents out a studio apartment for uh, I think two, 250 dollars. It's a studio apartment, ground floor studio apartment. Okay. And uh, that's, that's I think the cheapest that you can get, around 200, 250. And you can get pretty decent apartment. Even the studios or one bedroom apartments there are bigger and Plus size. Uh, plus side of being outside the city center is the pollution is much less. You get less traffic, less pollution.
0: Can you rent like a house or something a little bit larger out there?
1: You can. You uh, if if you go a little bit on the outskirts of Belgrade, you can rent uh, a house for five hundred uh, euros or five hundred dollars per month.
0: Wow, how many bedrooms typically are in those houses?
1: At least three bedrooms.
0: Wow. Okay. For for five hundred a month.
1: The one thing I find very curious is, uh, like uh, even though there are three or four bedrooms, there is always one bathroom.
0: Oh wow! Interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: One what? of my friends was looking for a, a an apartment with every bedroom having an attached bath. He found it, but uh, it was a very unusual find. It's not the u- usual norm here.
0: I see. Okay. Now, do any of the the rental costs and the, do they do they include utilities or are utilities separate? And if so, how much are they per month?
1: Some sometimes the utilities are included. Sometimes they're excluded. It all depends on the kind of contract you get. I see. Utilities. Uh, I have been through uh, two apartments uh, where I had to personally pay the utility bills, and they range around uh, one hundred and fifty to two hundred dollars per month.
0: Okay, and that includes electric water that
1: includes the uh, uh, if you're in an apartment that includes the apartment cleaning cost that includes the heating uh and electricity and uh, uh yeah, it's a big bulk of it. It's my internet and TV connection
0: oh so you're including Wi-Fi as well in that yes. okay. Okay, great, and that's uh, including water, heat, electric, everything, Wi Fi,
1: everything,
0: and TV channels. Yes. Whoa. Cool. uh,
1: My TV, like it's like the I want the fastest internet, and it comes with the biggest TV package.
0: Okay, and that's about one fifty to two hundred a month ranges. Okay, now let's talk. Groceries. The
1: size of the apartment. The bigger your apartment is, the heating cost uh, gets higher.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. And groceries. So groceries have gone up around the globe. Have you seen an increase in groceries there? And what do you? What are people? Oh what are you paying God. for per month for groceries? Roughly.
1: I pay. I think around uh, two hundred dollars per month for
0: groceries. Two hundred. Okay. That's what you budget. All right. Okay. So they're, they're not, they're not really cheap. Their groceries have climbed. The
1: minimum, the minimum uh, wage here is 300 uh, euros. And if I say that I am paying 200 euros for groceries, it's not cheap. You have to compare it to the local wages all the time. So groceries have really increased, uh, uh, that that's kind of hurting everyone, uh, rent and groceries.
0: So Piali, when you say 300, is that three people, the, the minimum wage is 300 per month that people make? Okay.
1: That's the minimum.
0: That's the minimum. Nobody okay. can
1: go below that. That's the minimum that must be paid to every employee.
0: Okay. All right. Let's talk about food. do you do do people eat out much do you eat out much what's a typical what's a typical Serbian meal like Hot and like a local restaurant what would you pay for a meal a typical Serbian meal at a local restaurant and and how much do you think you budget per month to go out and eat
1: oh it It all depends on choices because here you can find really cheap food and you can find really high five food. Mm -hmm. Everything is there. The whole spectrum is available, whatever suits your taste. Uh, The main cuisines available here would be local Serbian, uh, Italian, Greek. Chinese is not really Chinese, but okay, let's say Chinese, uh, Japanese, and now recent times uh, Thai and Indian cuisines have also come up a few Cuban,
0: Mm. and of
1: course, there is McDonald's, always.
0: It's very diverse, though. A great selection of incredible food.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, People here uh, have the culture of, uh, I call it the cafe culture, and uh, I was shocked when I went to Sweden. I was shocked to see that it's a bright, sunny day, very nice weather, and the cafes are empty. I was like, what happened? my friend says well everyone goes to the forest Uh, they like to hike and in belgrade the moment the sun comes out you see everyone on the street in the cafe sitting down babies are out uh, dogs are out everyone is on the street and uh, the beauty is when you see the uh, the pavements are full of chairs and tables and people are just chilling having coffee having food it's amazing the whole just the city comes alive
0: Wow, I gotta move to Belgrade. You just sold me yeah. on Belgrade. <laughs> I, lo- I love, I ca- love, I love cafe culture. I just love it, man. It is uh, awesome. Yeah. So, on a low end, like a local restaurant, what do you pay for for, for a meal? Um, like a, at a at a typical for Syrian for restaurant. two
1: people, it would be like uh thousand diners. It would be like ten euros. So yeah, ten twelve dollars for both. Yeah, two so people. about
0: 6 bucks a meal.
1: Yeah,
0: for a, for a local eatery, neighborhood yeah. restaurant, and obviously it yeah, can yeah, go yeah. up from there. Okay.
1: Yeah. There are these places which uh which have like you get in, you pay, you pick up. They have all these food on display. I don't know how to say it, but this is how I can explain it. So you get in, you choose what you want to eat they uh and you choose the portion as well and they weigh the food in front of you and charge you for what you are buying Mm -hmm. and these are like freshly cooked local ingredients and those are amazing you can choose Mm -hmm. what you want to eat Mm -hmm. and it's always fresh it's always good it's Mm -hmm. tasty and those are the cheap ones most people who are working they usually uh, go to these places for their what are those places called?
0: what are they called those places
1: uh, mostly they are called like domestic cuisine. Okay. Or domestic food.
0: Because we have something so like that called doing. whole. You ever hear of Whole Foods? The the, no. the, the store no. Whole Foods. That's what we have in the U.S. And they and and you can weigh food and go eat it, and the food is spectacular, but it's really really expensive. So you're no, saying?
1: No, here. That's the cheapest. That's the cheapest here. Okay. Or you can go to the bakeries where you get all the things in phyllo pastry. All sorts of bread and with stuffings, you can get pies. The pies here are famous, you know, burek and pita. Those are famous, and that's also very cheap.
0: Ooh. It's like
1: layers of filo pastry with meat fillings, okay, and then a cheese on top and baked.
0: Oh, that's that's naughty. Soon as you put a pie with cheese on top, you you have me. At cheese.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, get your tickets. <laughs> get your tickets.
0: <laughs> what's the other one? You said beer, burek, and what's the other
1: one? It, it's called pita. It's basically pie, but uh, they make pita. like They uh, roll the stuffing in in the filo pastry and then make it in a huge round uh, plate and make it like a coil. Mm. And they, then when it's done, they take it out and then cut it like cake pieces and serve it, weigh it and serve it.
0: That's So it's pita like pita bread, P-I-T-A?
1: No, it's not. It it is pita like that. That's how you say it. But it's uh, pita is pie in Serbian.
0: Okay. is a pie. Okay. All right. Great. Okay. So things to do. Piali, what do you do for fun and for entertainment? What do people do there for fun? Mostly
1: people like to meet other people, hang out, have lots of drinks, have lots of food. Uh, A recent trend is in fitness. A lot of people have started started becoming very uh, fitness conscious. You see a lot of people running around and doing cycling. And uh, there are a lot of uh, interesting places to visit. Like Belgrade has its own history, so there are a lot of historical monuments to visit. And uh, what else? Of course, there's the nightlife. You have to go to the pubs. You have to go to the kafanas. And uh, shisha places are also nice. The what? The shisha, you know.
0: Shisha. Oh, that's the, nar- like the Nargila, the smoking. Nargila.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. Okay. So, yeah, so fitness has become... let's not forget
1: there's, there's this amazing boat ride on the river.
0: Oh. So if you yes. do you budget anything per month for entertainment do you have a if you if you did budget how much do you think you spend on entertainment per month
1: um, most of the entertainments like visiting the spots the historical spots and stuff those are free i don't need that to pay free. anything Okay yeah, i can just go there by a bus and just go in watch see everything few of them has an uh, entry fee, but that's like 100 to 200 uh, diners, $1 $2 like that. Okay. Mostly uh, my entertainment cost would come from watching movies. Uh, movie tickets are typically, the ones that I buy are $8 okay. per person.
0: Okay. Do you so, think you spend less than 20 a month on entertainment?
1: No, around 20 to 30.
0: 20 to 30.
1: Okay. I go to these arcades to play games sometimes.
0: Oh, you're a gamer?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I like to play that ice hockey, the hockey thing, the air hockey.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, that's fun. That can be addicting.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right. So let's get into transportation. So, Every major city has a form of transportation getting around. Um what is it and, and how much does it cost?
1: In Belgrade it's typically a bus tram, and trawler. Bus trawler is like tram and trawler. Trolla is something that is in between bus and tram. So okay. it is it runs on electricity like a tram and it has got this attachment of on its head to connect it to the overhead wires wires it it has got tires like a bus and does not need tracks
0: oh okay it's
1: called a troller
0: troller interesting and then there's a tram that they have
1: yeah
0: and that's all driven by electricity as well and
1: tram and troller is driven by electricity while buses are gas driven
0: gas okay they do
1: have some electric buses now as well they're slowly going green
0: Okay, is there like a monthly transportation pass that you can get yes, for all of you those? You can get
1: a card. Yes, it co- the monthly uh, transportation card that uh, they have. It covers all of these. Okay, it is divided into zones, so you can get a pass for one zone and the other zone, or you can get a full zone. Zone A is like the main Belgrade city. Mostly okay. that is enough, but if you're suppose if you're living on the outskirts and you need to travel to belgrade and sort of uh, things like that then you can take uh, a zone c so which will cover both a and b the highest it is like uh, 30 30
0: 30 per month per month okay and then for the the other option that's uh, just kind of focused on a particular center area how much that's would that 20. Be? that's
1: 20 that's like
0: 20 a month okay okay all right great and then let's talk about health care everybody interested in moving to a, a, a different country is always interested in the health care options or insurance what can you tell us about that
1: uh, to avail uh, public health insurance you need a public health care you have to have this health card and to get that you must be employed in uh, Serbia
0: okay
1: and from it's linked to your uh, contribution uh, that comes as a part of the tax that, that is deducted from your salary. There's a contribution towards your health, and then you get that card. Uh, I never uh, took the card. I never went to public health care because uh, even in uh, private health care, we sometimes face the issue because uh, everything is in Serbia. The prescription is in Serbian. The doctors speak Serbian. It's uh, it it is a bit of a problem, uh, especially when even oxygen they don't say it oxygen, they say it in Serbian. Mm-hmm. It's oh. Illnic, so so there's a shortage
0: yeah. of doctors that speak English there. You would say.
1: Uh yes, okay. there is. There is. So uh, so I mostly stick to a uh, private healthcare because there the doctors have lesser load and they have more patients, they always try to find some nurse or someone who can actually do the translation and be there and help. And uh, uh, for that, it's better to have a private medical insurance. I have got a private medical insurance, which costs me uh 150 euro annually.
0: $150 annually. Yes. I mean, does that, when you go see the doctor for a checkup, is your, is it, Fully covered, or do you have to no, pay it's some uh, out of pocket?
1: I have to pay thirty five percent.
0: Thirty five percent. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, have you had like a physical or gone in for a checkup, and how much was it? Was the cost of that?
1: Uh, for a uh checkup, it's like uh five thousand dinars. That would be roughly like uh, fifty dollars.
0: Okay, and you pay thirty five percent of that. Yeah. Okay, and then the insurance covers the rest. So you said you pay $150 a year. Where did you get that insurance through? What's the name of the insurance?
1: It's uh, Dunav uh, Insurance. It's called Dunav Osiguranie. Osiguranie means insurance. Dunav Insurance. How,
0: how do you spell that? D-U-N-A-V? Yes. D-U-N-A-V? Yes. Okay, and you could find them online? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But
1: to get the insurance, you have to go to one of the offices.
0: I see. So let me, let's yes, get back Serbia to Serbia public- is
1: a lot into paperwork. That is one thing about Serbia. It's a lot into papers. You have to physically visit places to get things done. Uh, you can find information online, but to get the things done, sometimes you have to go... In my case, when I went to get the insurance, I went to one office and they said, no, we don't do it here. You have to go to the other office.
0: Oh. So
1: you have to be prepared to... to have some nice pair of shoes which you're going
0: to wear yeah well that's a great i mean to pay 150 a year and to have you know um, affordable health care like you have that's that's truly uh, valuable for a lot yeah. of retire- now can you access when you become a resident let's say for a retiree and i would like
1: to tell you one more thing about health care So if you are going into public health care, you first need to be checked by a nurse, then by a general practitioner, who will then refer you to a specialized uh, practitioner. And that that next doctor might not be in the same building, can be at another end of the city. And uh, then that person might write you some exams or scans or tests or something for that you might need to run to another end of the city. Mm. one of my friend's parents they are serbian uh they face that whole issue just to get a simple test then they had to go through this whole process but when in private you just simply go to a center you ask for directly for the specialist because you know what you need Mm. you call your uh, you get your appointment and then you call your insurance and say that i have this problem this i got an appointment here for this doctor could you please approve payment mm-hmm. and they send them mail and it's very simple you straight go to the doctor that you need mm-hmm. and you eliminate a lot of process there is a no waiting queue because he, uh, when you arrive you have an appointment maybe you have to wait 10-15 minutes but then that's it yeah which is not possible in public health care so this is something i find it's it's very good that i don't have to go through all that hassle and I don't need to spend that much of time.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, can can people that move to Serbia and eventually become a resident? And let's look at, say, I don't know if you know the answer to this. And they're a retiree and they be eventually become a resident of Serbia. Can they access the public health system? Do you know? Yes, they can. But they can,
1: uh, they can. But the thing is that uh, to access public, then there is this long process that to access public, you have to have that health card. And the only way I know that you can have a health card is either you are a citizen or you have made contribution. I think even citizens don't have that health card unless they have made contribution or are Mm. pensioners in the country.
0: I see. All right. So let's move on to the expat community. What kind of an expat community does um Belgrade have to welcome newcomers that are you know not accustomed to Serbia in speaking the language and want to be able to acclimate um what can you share
1: well Belgrade has a huge expat community it's it's just huge and all of these communities uh they are online you can find a lot of pages on Belgrade uh Oh, not just Belgrade there are some even in Serbia so there is an expat in Serbia there is expat in Belgrade there is Belgrade foreign visitors club and there are even others i'm part of these three there are others where there are these found on facebook you can find okay, these so pages okay so on facebook
0: in groups you can join yeah. these groups okay
1: yes and also uh, couch surfing has got a huge community here in belgrade
0: couch surfing and
1: yes there's a huge couch surfing community in belgrade <laughs> I, I was invited by one of my friends to attend. It, they meet they uh, Every week they hold a meeting. So it's always fun because in that community, faces keep changing. There will be three or four known faces and everyone else is rolling. They're just coming in, going out, and you get to hear a lot of uh, unique stories of people traveling through.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Okay, good to know. Okay, and but then the, the last
1: question... Just a small thing. The good thing about these communities are people are really helpful. So as an expat, when I arrived here, I needed a lot of support. I didn't know anything. Where can I get this done? Where can I buy this? I need this. What is this called here? That's the biggest thing because every product is labeled in Serbian. What is it called here? I didn't know what is cornstarch called here till mm-hmm. somebody pointed it out. So uh, people are always uh, willing to help. And that's the greatest thing about Belgrade.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Thanks for that. Um, My last question, the last thing we have is people want to know if you can purchase and and own real estate in Serbia. Is that possible for an expat or retiree?
1: Yeah, you can purchase uh, real estate in Serbia, but there are some clauses involved. First is you can only uh, purchase residential property and not agricultural property. If you, uh, and you can buy residential property in Serbia only if there is a bilateral agreement between your country and Serbia. So if Serbians are allowed to buy property there, then you are allowed to buy property here. Yeah. And another thing, if you buy property in Belgrade, that becomes a basis of your residency. You can apply for residency on the basis that you are owning a property in Serbia.
0: I see. Okay. All right, good to know. So there's a reciprocity aspect to it as well. Well, Piali Das, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. This has been fantastic.
1: Oh, it was really nice chatting with you.
0: <laughs> well, you have a great rest of the evening over there, and uh, and I'll talk to you soon.